turn, press on, and press two watermelons, but one watermelon at a time with pressing and emptying bag in between each one. This is on an X1, by the way. So you're not grinding um, it? It doesn't sound like it. No, I don't think we are. Interesting. Can you tell I'm not the one <laughs> juicing? <laughs> Wrong, Olivia. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, edit, edit it. Edit I'm it. <laughs> What's up, my ju- 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 juice lovers? Welcome to Good Nature Radio. Ay, 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 ay. The podcast <laughs> Nice. Juice bar owners come to learn how to run a more profitable juice business. This is your host, Charlie Wetlaufer, with my co-hosts, Chef Ari Sexner and juice bar entrepreneur, Olivia Esquivel. Podcast is brought to you by Good Nature the world leader in cold press juice machines at Juice Bar Consulting, and the only online juice bar marketplace at goodnature.com. Uh, we are founded by my dad in 1976, based in Buffalo, New York. If you'd like to send us a voicemail or schedule a call with Artie and Olivia, you can do that at goodnature.com slash radio, or send us a question via email at radio at goodnature.com. And don't forget to join in the Good Nature Juicing Facebook group, uh, just go on to Facebook in groups and search for Good Nature Juicing. Private group, but we just uh, hit the join button. We'll let you in as long as you're nice. We'll let you stay. And uh, all right, today, Olivia, still in Spain? Still here. <laughs> Maybe not nice. coming I, back. I think, I think Charlie was just going to talk long enough so that we won't talk about that intro. The, the yeah, he's trying to cover it. <laughs> Listen, I'm most impressed how you can do the same, you know, intro or variation of the intro and it keep it yeah. different every time. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just impressive. Just go with the Charlie. flow. I just yeah, go with the flow. I out. go with the, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. You know what they say about Good Nature Radio, no two intros are the same. That's what they say. <laughs> it's like a snowflake. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Uh, so, so, so today, so we have a few um, audio messages left for us over the last few weeks that we're going to answer on this episode. And uh, so we, the first one here is from, one second. Uh, the first one here is from Rebecca. I'll go ahead and play it. Hey, Good Nature Radio. This is Rebecca with Electric Life Juices, and I have a question for Ari. I have your book, The Juicing Companion, and I'm using it to create some new recipes. And I saw that in some of the recipes you have rosemary, and I'm really interested to try to mix rosemary within our juices. 
So if you could let me know what the best method would be to juicing rosemary on the X1 juicer, um, that would be cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for the awesome pod, and I'll talk to you later. I love Rebecca. I think this is like the third message she sent us. Um, nice. Those good questions. All right, Ari, you want to take a shot at that one? Yeah, it, it is my question, so I'll take care of this one, okay? <laughs> no, I, I love it because herbs are, are you got a bunch of different options, you know? So you got two different kinds. You got the, you got the one with like the brown or woody stems. You want to remove that regardless, you know, because that kind of gives you an astringent flavor. Uh, certain herbs, even like young rosemary, they'll be green. You can keep the stems in, you know, you won't get that estrogen flavor and there's tons of flavor in that. So that's the first thing. Remove the stems if they're brown or woody. If they're green and young, you can keep them in. Uh, so rosemary, you kind of have a few options. You definitely want to grind it with something. You know, you can't just put it in by itself. It's just going to fall directly in the bag. You'll get a little bit of flavor, but not its full potential. So whatever ingredients you're juicing that with, make sure you kind of uh, juice or grind it at the same time when you're getting ready to press it. An another option you could do with rosemary is just put a nice little sprig inside or finely chop the leaves and then put that in the final juice. You know, it works pretty good, but it gives it a little bit of uh, specks inside there. But if you grind it with the produce, it's going to give you that, that good rosemary flavor. For sure. And there you have it. Um, can, can I can I say how we do it? <laughs> and yeah. Ari, you tell me if this is wrong. Okay. Like I yeah. just went back on my notes because we have a summer feature that's a watermelon and rosemary. Um, so it's the, the only two ingredients. Obviously, you know, we juice the, the watermelon. Um, and then before pressing the last watermelon... This is what my notes say. Take 24 ounces of watermelon juice from a bucket. Put that into a blender with eight sprigs of rosemary and blend until incorporated. Suggest a low setting to high and then back to low. And then after blending, pour the contents of that blender directly into the press bag and continue to press the last watermelon over the top of that and finish pressing. If you want a stronger taste of rosemary, you can pour the blender contents into the buckets through a strainer and make sure you don't get pieces of rosemary in the bucket but it's a stronger flavor. Stir occasionally while pouring into bottles. Is that right? Yeah. No, that's a that's a great option for sure. Okay. So, yeah, the, the key to that is definitely don't use a large amount of the watermelon mm -hmm. juice in the blender mm -hmm. because if you do add juice to a blender and turn it on high and then bottle it, you'll see it separates right away. Yeah. So a mm -hmm. small amount to get that rosemary to blend for sure and then just pour that into the bag and press it and you'll that'll work great for sure. Sweet. I almost prefer Wait, that so, compared to grinding it with it. So. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, so you're saying you blend it with a little watermelon juice and pour that in the press bag with produce before you press? Yeah, but like before you press the last watermelon, I ah, guess, or interesting. at any point. Yeah. Cool. So you get some of that juice out. Even watermelon's so uh, juicy, you can actually grind it and a lot of the juice will be collected. You could probably Correct. just take some of that. But the last bit, mm -hmm. definitely pour it in and yeah, that'll work great. Okay. Sweet. All right. We've got a message from Ellen here. Hi, Charlie, 
Ari and Olivia. Hello. I'm leaving a voicemail message because <laughs> on your podcast, it seems like you are really wanting some more of those. Are we that desperate? So Sounding. my name is Ellen, <laughs> is and obvious? I'm looking at starting a juice bar in North Texas, hmm. north of Amarillo. There is not one in our area, and we're really more of a meat and potatoes, fried food, burger type of place. But I do think there is a bit of a market for some healthy options. And my question is around your thoughts with refrigerated beverage dispensers. Hmm. I am evaluating all the options as far as juice packaging and delivery. My Juice bar initially will be a drive up and then also a walk in for pickup. All right. Um, so, yeah, I, I believe she's referencing those like circulating technology. Uh, oh, no. Bubblers. Yeah. So, oh. so like those things they have freezies in or whatever. It's like, uh, oh, like a froyo. Oh no! No, no, like no, 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 no! Container, like yeah, horchata, right? Yeah. Austin. Okay, right. got you. Got Sorry, you. I should okay. have used uh, something more uh, Latin, more Latin, so you'd so understand. That I would yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. Talk about cultural insensitivities. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was way off on that. Okay, I follow you now. Yeah, and and this question has come up. Hmm. I, I say a few times a year. I I see this question pop up. Hmm. So I'm curious, um, Ari, what were your thoughts around this? Yeah, it works great for certain applications. You know, I think your cold pressed juice that you make fresh shouldn't be in there. You know, mm -hmm. just because it is constantly circulating could have a lead to a lot more uh, incorporating air. And also it has a little bit of a reservoir on the bottom. I, I've used them before. That kind of has juice that kind of is a little stagnant on there. And you got to clean them properly for sure. So for those reasons, I wouldn't use it. The applications that it works great for are like smoothie stations, you mm. know, where you kind of have certain uh, plant-based milks that could be in there kind of circulating around. They keep them refrigerated. That's a great option, you know, just so that they can choose. You can fill up the blender directly from there. But that's probably the extent I would use that for, you know, maybe certain store-bought or pasteurized products that I would use for smoothies, but that's about it. Not my fresh stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, my, my thoughts on it are cold press juice is this nice premium product, and I feel like putting it in one of those sort of cheapens cheapens it to me. Yeah, like I I don't I don't think like oh I'm gonna order a ten dollar drink out of one of those, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that, Olivia? Like, would you ever want to put those behind your counter for people to see? I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of in in what instance. I mean, really, where I've seen those a lot actually is is in Austin, where you live, Charlie. Like, I feel like I see those a lot, where it's like they do like a little, um, like cucumber and lime situation, or they do like a you know something like that. And it's more of in my mind, it's more of a refresher. Yeah, like tea or lemonade instance. or something. Right. Yeah. So I'm almost wondering, like, if you could, you know, like a lot of times in the past, I would offer um, 
flavored water in the shop where we would just like steep, you know, you see this, like where you would just like steep cucumbers or something, you know, like that lemon or something um, in a water container and then they could just self pour. And then we sort of got away from it just because we were using the space for um, more money generating um, things that were going into the case. But I guess I could maybe see something really, really low cost. And I'm almost thinking it's like a water, like a tonic, um, like an agua fresca where it's maybe like a little bit of watermelon and a, and a water and a basil or something like that. But then again, then I think to me, that's almost like a freebie or a two or $3 thing Then you have to think about, is that going to take away from my $10 sales? Right. And well, I guess I would have to do a profit, you know, look and see what the cost would be on that. But I don't know. I just don't, I just don't, I haven't seen it in action well enough to really give a good opinion. But off the top of my head, it's, I think it's a no for me. There's a place called Skinny Fast that in Vegas mm-hmm. that they were doing this for a while. I don't know if they still are, but um, they had like the restaurant, then attached to the restaurant, they had this little juice bar and they had like all their juices and these things and they're just press the cup against it and it would come out. Um, but I also think their their juice is more like five or six dollars, not like mm-hmm. eight or ten. So I I think it kind of depends yeah. on on what you're going for. <clears throat> now, that was a temporary thing because I have talked to mm-hmm. a lot of people that have done kind of like a tap system, mm-hmm. which is cool, and it's a lot different than <clears throat> like a bubbler. So it the tap system is pretty cool because you can get. Uh, like a system and then pull the cold pressed juice. It does take away a little bit from seeing the product and it doesn't seem, it might not, some people might not get it as like extremely fresh, you know, but it is kind of a cool system to think about, but the health departments don't really like it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially oh, yeah, you have to, to clean, clean the, the lines. lines and stuff. Yeah. 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 They got to be refrigerated the lines and, so it is a challenge to do, but it is it does look kind of clean having everything up there, but you might get that challenge of is it yeah. really fresh? Mhm. Yeah. So it sounds like we all kind of agree on this that maybe it's not Yeah. the right option for cold pressed juice. Um yep. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Uh is Andrew from Houston. Hey, y'all, this is Andrew from Houston again uh, with watermelon season coming up here in the South and I guess all over the United States. Can you give some tips on how to juice a watermelon on an X1 and X1 Mini? Thank you so much. Keep doing your thing. Olivia, do you want to start with this one? Oh, God, I'm always nervous. It's going to be wrong with Ariane. Okay, um, well, we <laughs> we cut the rind off the watermelon um, it's, Cut it's the on my same notes. The water belt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take, take as much white off or keep on as much as you want. We usually keep as much white as we can cut into four pieces and set aside turn. Pre- this is literally, I'm reading it step by step turn, press on and press two watermelons, but one watermelon at a time with pressing and emptying bag in between each one. This is on our next one, by the way. So you're not grinding um, it. Doesn't sound like it. No, I don't think we are. Interesting. Can you tell I'm not the one <laughs> juicing? Wrong, Olivia. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no you, you, edit it. Edit it. <laughs> no, you got you got both ways you could do it. 
you know, for the X1, you have a larger press chamber. So you can kind of cut it down to fit in that. Uh, If you were just going to press it whole and skip the grinding portion, uh, I find you don't really need to peel it. So the the rind won't really discolor it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you are sacrificing a little bit of yield if you're not grinding Grinding it. it. Mm -hmm. So, and and there's some uh, places that, you know, a lot of the nutrients are in the skin, so they'll mm-hmm. they'll juice it with a rind. You can do that, but you're sacrificing the flavor. It's going to be much more mellow and the color. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I peel it and I kind of grind it a little bit just so I get the maximum yield from it. And I also throw in a tiny amount of beet. Mm. You know, just like if I'm doing like 20 pounds of watermelon, mm-hmm. I'll throw in like maybe one ounce of beet and it just kind of helps out that was that was just a, more of an issue when i was in vegas we used to get real bad watermelon mm. it was always kind of really pale and white and that tiny amount of beet would give it a more of a natural watermelon color but yeah I, ours I comes out grinding. super red doing it doing it our way but um yeah either my staff's gonna call in and be like oh my god Olivia, how embarrassing that's not how we do it at all or I'll go back and be like, <laughs> cannot believe you guys are not grinding this. <laughs> no, I, it, it works you great both ways. embarrass me on national podcast. <laughs> International. International. Um, <gasps> yeah, so, yeah, rind versus no rind. So I agree with what Ari said. If you're not grinding it, there's no reason to peel it, really. But mm. even some people that do grind it leave the rind on which you can kind of get away with if it's mixed in with other stuff. But th- so there's a brand called Watermelon Water. I don't know if they're around anymore. They might be, but it's like HPP watermelon juice. And you can tell they leave the rind on because there'll be like some red juice and then a bunch of clear stuff. Mm. Um, and that's what happens. When you, when you leave the rind on, you get this separation with the clear and the red. Um, but so what they did is they put a sleeve on the bottle with the branding so you can't even see it, mm. you know, um, to kind of hide it. But so obviously you get a lot higher yield when you leave the rind down and you grind it and press, but then you get that problem. So, um, yeah, most common, I would say cut off and just grind it and press it. You'll get so much of the juice out just through the grinding process and then pressing, you get that extra 10 or 20% out, but a lot of it's just kind of free running when, when you're grinding it. So mm-hmm. it's a very, very juicy product. Cost effective too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for if, sure. if you don't have watermelon on your summer, you know, juice list, add it. Yeah, for sure. With a little mint in there. Hmm. It's delicious. Mm, mint, lime, lime. Yeah. basil, rosemary. Yeah. Delicious. Just keep it real, keep it real simple. All right. Um, we love it when people leave us these voicemails. If you would like to leave us one, go to goodnature.com slash radio. Please, please, oh my please leave us a message. Um, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you guys really need us to leave It sounds messages. like you really, really, really. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't have to <laughs> add that, Ellen. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Ellen. We're desperate, but come on. Keep it on the floor. <laughs> Um, yeah, so thank you for all the people that did do that. Uh, we love to hear from you. We love to hear yeah, from our audience. Fun. And, um, 
Yeah, goodnature.com slash radio. Leave us a message there. Schedule a call with Ari and Olivia. And uh, all right. See you next time. Peace. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. See it's another Friday. This week I did it my way. I made lots of juice. And now I feel a boost. Baby, say, oh, it's the way I make my juice. Pressing fruits and roots. This week I did it my way. Fun. There is nothing greater than Friday's academic nature.